0: Let me take this opportunity, of course, to thank DERCO for, reco- for recognizing that it is quite important to actually ensure that we do make sure that we recognize the fact that township economy is quite important to the peoples-to-people relation and the trade relation that we have in the BRICS um, atmosphere and landscape. This becomes important precisely because... Um, The people-to-people relation is not supposed to be just something that we see on paper, but it's something that has to have life. We as government only create an enabling environment. It is yourselves as enterprises, it is yourselves as people that are actually going to make sure that this that we call um, um, people-to-people relations and trade relations as well becomes something that we can be able to see uh, as numbers, as uh, um, 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 Becky has said, but also it is something that we can then now be able to say that it is tangible. It is quite important, of course, for me to um, quote um, something that um, the, the, the the engineer that has actually constructed uh, what we see as the People Republic of China today, uh, His Excellency Deng Xiaoping, once said and i think this is quite important precisely because it teaches us that we don't have to only focus on one thing if we want to be successful we need to be diverse he once said that it does not matter if a cat is white it's, it's black or yellow as long as that cat catches mice then that cat is the cat that we are going to take and utilize to be able to get to where we want to go of, of course i uh, paraphrase what he said but in essence that's what he was saying And I think it is for this reason that today you'd see that the People Republic of China is here today honoring this particular event that we are having today. We are hosted under precisely because they do understand that if we're going to build a better relationship, a trade relation with South Africa. We don't only have to look at the big economy, the more um, 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 pronounced economy, but the township economy becomes important because it might be exactly that cat that we need to be able to catch the mice that is actually travelling us around here. I'm actually also pleased uh, that um, uh, uh, um, there was a reflection on the African free trade area, the uh, AFCTA. It is actually always very difficult to actually remember this. But of course, the free trade area that uh, Africa has just adopted. Um, You as South Africans would actually be very much excited to know that the first Secretary General is actually Wamgele Mene, who's actually from Grahamstown. And he's the one who's actually now running this AFCTA, to make sure that we develop the biggest, the largest trade area in the world. And that will be happening here in Africa, of course. When I heard that indeed we are going to be having events that would then now be bringing that back to the township economy, I become excited precisely because Wangele Mene, the, SEC, the SG, His Excellency Wamkele Mene, did say that what is actually going to make this free trade area to actually be more uh, effective it is definitely going to be the micro enterprises the trading that will happen and that will actually become alive would be the trading that comes from smmes as opposed to only looking at um, um, um the bigger businesses and we're saying this precisely because what is going to make this fcta to actually work is actually looking at the rules of origin, where the products that will be sold will be coming from. And we know that when we look at township economy, of course, the, 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 the origins of where those products that we'll be trading with will be coming from will definitely be from the township themselves. So this becomes very important that we take this very seriously and we make sure that we do something and invest more in making sure that as and when this... All these issues do materialize. They materialize with us. So we should then now be able to say as much as governments say that they are leaving no one behind, ourselves we should say there will be nothing about us without us. That's what we need to say. We are obviously less than 10 days away from the much anticipated 15th BRICS summit under the Chairship of South Africa uh, in this 2023. We all know that, of course, BRIC represent the world's leading emerging market economies, namely Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, bringing together about 3.2 billion people, which is quite a lot. Most of them, of course, coming from China, which is uh, why we are really excited that you are here, because you are also a market. You are not only going to be our partner in making sure that we grow our businesses, through BRICS, of course the BRICS bank but you are also a market that we would like to actually enter into. So therefore, we also need to know what is it that China would like us as the township economy to actually produce so that we then now can be able to send our products and our businesses to China itself. South Africa's chairship as led by His Excellency President Cyril Matamela Ramaphosa is convened under the overarching theme, BRICS and Africa. Partnership for Mutually Accelerated Growth, Sustainable Development and Inclusive multilater- Multilateralism. As you are aware, ladies and gentlemen, the inaugural BRICS Summit was held in 2009 and South Africa was invited to join in 2010 and attended its first summit in in China in 2011. Since becoming a member of BRICS, South Africa has chaired this important forum in 2013 and in 2018. And now we are hosting it again in 2023. And this time around we are really excited that we are involving the township economy in this particular summit. Because all this that we are doing here are going to culminate in what will be discussed in the summit and the aftermath of what actually the summit will then now be able to say, this is what we have been able to agree upon. So therefore, whatever it is that we do, we need to follow up on certain issues. And township economy, I'm very excited, will be one of the things that we will be following up on as it relates to the deliverables of the summit that would have taken place. I am saying this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, precisely because when we're doing... um, 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 The the, the briefing there, I did say that one of the reasons that we are really excited to be here as presidents is precisely because the president of the Republic, President Matamela Ramaphosa, have actually whispered not so long ago to say that he's really, really, really having this vision of actually having a township stock exchange. And uh, me being a mere diplomat, a politician, and just um, someone who's not really in business, maybe I must also start being in business and join um, um, those that have declared themselves business people today. I did not understand really what he meant, and he was just explaining how stock exchange actually work. To say that if you've got a pen, you produce a pen, or maybe you'd make a pen, And probably maybe you want to start making sure that you sell those pens. You then now can go around, if you don't get much funding from NetBank, maybe you just get 10 Rand from NetBank, but you know that you definitely need about 100 Rand. You can go and actually sell your equity. That's how stock exchange actually works. But we need to make sure that we inculcate that particular thinking in the township. If we do that, we're definitely going to grow the township economy. So, I am going to go back to him to tell him that your vision has actually started without you. Um, we, we, We were in Soweto and we have seen a number of people who are actually willing to build the township economy. Therefore, your vision has got a ground, a fertile ground, that it can actually grow. Therefore, him being a business person and, of course, the president of the country, he will have to then now tell us how are we going to do it. Most uh, probably um, he doesn't have to explain it in drawing pictures like he was trying to draw those pictures for me who knows nothing about business. For you it will just be easy, you'll understand. You'll probably even teach him one or few things. I'm very excited again, of course, precisely because this is not only going to happen in Soweto. We've already been informed that we've got people from Ekuruleni, but also I've heard that people from Cape Town, from Durban. And um, from Mbumalanga actually saying that when are we going to have a similar uh, uh, event such as this one. And I'm very excited about that. Um, You can then now see, Your Excellency, that um, um, if you really, really want to talk about the economy of South Africa in, in, in making sure that we increase the trade, definitely there is a ground that is fertile. I'm actually more excited that China is here, the People's Republic of China is here. Precisely because we were in for- when we usually goes, go into a forum such as the G20 and the previous BRICS, the president of China has actually said to our president, we would like to see the trade balance grow, but we want it to grow more from South African side. And I was actually very surprised to say everyone, when we want it to grow, we want it to grow from our side as China. But he said, no, no, I don't think it is fair. We want the balance to actually tilt more to South Africa. Can you tell us what can we do to be able to assist you, to give you opportunities so that our trade balance can then now be able to be in such a way that it is actually balanced? It is not just more a deficit on our side and theirs then becomes bigger. And that to me showed the kind of friendship that we have with the People's Republic of China. And sometimes people would say that, oh, you are biased to China, but how can we not be biased to our own friends who goes all out to make sure that even in our friendship, there is that particular mutual uh, 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 relationship where we all benefit. So it is for this reason that we really celebrate and we're excited that the People's Republic of China is here. Today we convene to discuss a matter of great significance and immense importance, of course, The township economy, as we've already said, we all know why we are here. The township of our nation, once marred by historic inequalities and social challenges, have evolved into a vibrant centre of entrepreneurship, resilience and innovation. The township economy is not merely a sector. It's a testament of the indomitable spirit of South African people. You can give yourself a round of applause there. That's for you. That when we say this, we're talking about you, not government. That's why it's important to actually pat yourself at the back and say we're doing very well. You are doing very well. The township economy serves as a compelling example of how to harness local potential to drive national growth, inclusivity and sustainable development. Myself coming from a department that deals with development and planning this becomes quite important. Our township holds a significant place in our our history, representing the enduring legacy of our apartheid segregation and His Excellency from a Deputy Ambassador of China, has actually alluded to that. These areas were initially marginalized, lacking access to basic services, quality education, and economic opportunities. However, despite these adversities, the townships have emerged as vessels of economic transformation. The transformation was not only about survival, but also about the aspiration to thrive against all odds. That's who we are. We push, and we push, and we kick doors if we have to, to be able to get to where we want to be. In recent years, the township economy has become a focal point for local economic development, fostering entrepreneurship and community empowerment. Small businesses have sprouted across townships, ranging from hair salons to grocery stores to tech startups and to also arts and crafts. In workshops, different workshops, and I'm very excited that we will be going to Tembisa very soon to actually see one of those, uh, some of these things that we are talking about here. This enterprise is not only generating income but also provide employment opportunities, uplifting the lives of countless individuals. However, we cannot ignore the persistent challenges that the township economy faces. Um, Those that watch TV and watch the news, of course, have been seeing what has been happening in uh, Cape Town or the Western Cape. The issues that were revolving around the transport industry, in particular the taxi industry. And we all know that when you talk about the taxi industry, in fact, you talk about something that originated from the township, has got its backbone from the township and has got its essence from the township. Now the the, the, the taxi industry is actually one of the things that actually shows us that we can actually take over a sector and lead it. It is possible to actually do that. It is for this reason that we were really worried to see what was happening. And we definitely wanted to make sure that we intervened precisely because when you talk about the taxi industry, you talk about something that not, no one who ever grew up in the township or even in South Africa can say that that never assisted them to actually be able to reproduce themselves. So it is for this reason that those that do research, maybe we need to research into how did the taxi industry actually survive apartheid until now? to actually remain the biggest transport uh, uh, um, sector in the country, um, uh, being able to actually transport almost close to 70% of commuters in the country all over to work to schools. How did they maintain and sustain that? Maybe if we are able to do that, we can then now be able to replicate that to all the other sectors all the other industries in the township to be able to be resilient just the same way that the taxi industry has been able to do. The National Development Plan clearly stipulates that small, medium, and micro enterprises are expected to generate at least 90% of the 11 million jobs that needs to be created in South Africa by 2030. This places the SMME at the forefront of addressing poverty and unemployment in our country. The NDP aims to, uh, or for this sector to contribute about 60 to 80 percent to the GDP growth and employ 90 percent of, of already said to the workforce. Of course, in 2017, the Second National Planning Commission commissioned a study investigating the challenges that uh, micro enterprises face in township and rural areas. So you can see we have always had an interest in the township economy. The study entitled, Research on the Limited Success of Entrepreneurial Activities by Locals in Township and Rural Areas, revealed several obstacles hindering entrepreneurial and productive activity in these areas. This includes a lack of awareness of capabilities and values of township and entrepreneurship who tend to fiercely be competitive at some point. It has also been able to show us that there is inadequate uh, 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 um, government support and lack of collaboration, of course, amongst the locals that are supposed to actually be the ones that are running but are also being beneficiaries of this particular um, environment. The study recommends that prioritizing financial and non-financial services in Township Netbank, I hope that you are listening, including informal settlements and rural areas, is quite important. This would improve the effectiveness and the development of our people, and it will also assist us to reach out to business development services across all local municipalities. Local economic development should be decentralized by making sure that we devolve mandates of competencies to local municipalities as as opposed to only just making sure that we look at DTI and also maybe Department of Economic um, um, Development. This will be able to enable us to deliver deliver business services in partnership with all those uh, institutions that are there, globally and nationally, who are mandated to maintain an aggregated institutional system. Partnership with existing institutions should be established to provide better infrastructure and technology development because we are now entering into the 4IR era. An intervention targeting local municipalities should be implemented to address bulk infrastructure, small business facilities, technology transfer and other areas. I'm really just, um, of course, disappointed that our speaker could not uh, join us today. However, we are going to take dialogue um, deliverables that are here today to be able to also say that what is it that municipality can actually do to actually have a meaningful impact in making sure that township economy actually become very successful. Furthermore, It is very important, as I've already said, that infrastructure and basic services are still inadequate right here in township. And we are saying that, of course, the inconsistencies that we see in uh, electricity supply are also part of the things that are going to probably be uh, inhibiting us from being able to reach what we want to do. Inadequate sanitation and poor road networks hamper the efficiency of business and deter potential investors, of course. And we really need to do something about that. Addressing these infrastructural deficiencies requires a collaborative effort involving both public and private stakeholders. It is for this reason that as our department, we are pushing something that is called an active citizenry. Now, we will look at big businesses, but we will also look at yourself to say, how do we come together to ensure that at least we play a role in making sure that we are able to build the infrastructure that we need to be able to thrive as businesses in our uh, different localities. Ladies and gentlemen, to ensure that sustained growth of the township economy is possible, a multi-pronged approach is essential. First, Education, skills, and development must be prioritized. Providing quality education and training equips township residents with the knowledge and skills necessary to excel in various sectors. By nurturing a skilled workforce, we can attract more investors from um, the People's Republic of China and all the other BRICS um, countries in creating a virtuous circle of economic development. Secondly, Partnership between government, private sector, and civil society are imperative. And I think the, one of the people that presented here did speak, of course, about NGOs as well. Collaboration can yield innovative solutions to the challenges faced by the township entrepreneurs. Government policies should be tailored to encourage investment, while private sector entities can offer mentorship, funding, and marketing access. Of course, I'm... Um, 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 our president of um, Texas, I have just spoken about, the act that was passed by Houghton um, government, of course, of township economy. And we need to make sure that, of course, we support that and make sure that it actually become a national act. And I do agree with that. So we are definitely going to make sure that that enabling environment, because I've already said, government create an enabling environment. It doesn't necessarily create businesses. It doesn't necessarily create, create jobs. But we celebrate such things because it at least we can see that what is it that we can do in terms of collaborating to ensure that your success become our success because when you are able to create businesses and create jobs we as government are able to say that the unemployment rate has actually gone down and we celebrate it not because we did something but because your participation your citizenry participation has actually been able to assist us to reach our own targets Currently the Department of Small Business and Development and the National Planning Commission are collaborating with Presidency Red Tape Team to develop a targeted agenda for regulatory SME reform in South Africa aimed at improving the business enabling environment. This will be able to assist you to be able to take opportunities in the 40% target that um, the act that has been uh, enacted here in Gauteng in, in has actually set. If we are able to deal with red tape, I do believe that most of our township economy would be able to grow, and our SMME sector will definitely be able to grow. Because one of the things that we have realized is that the red tape that is around some of these government processes, are actually a biggest deterrent in us being able to have um, township economy or businesses that are sustainable. Even big businesses are actually struggling because of red tape. So we have someone dealing in a unit dealing with a red tape, and we are definitely targeting the township economy to be some of the biggest uh, part of what will benefit from this particular endeavor that we are taking to remove, the red tape, so that you can be able to do your business properly without having to worry much about if you are complying, what is it that you don't have, how long are you going, when are you going to be paid, and so forth and so on. The township economy is not confined to one individual or to one nation, as of course we are bringing it here today in this breaks. A uh, 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 concept precisely because we do believe that if we all collaborate, we will then now be able to yield the fruit that we want. It is a collective endeavor, as I have already said, and it is for this reason that we are saying that as a BRICS member country, we have the capacity to leverage the combined resources, experiences and expertise to support each other in nurturing vibrant Township economies. We all have township. We call it township. Others call it slums. Others call it something else. But we all have townships in all the Prince countries that In fact the whole world has got townships that it's called something else. In this spirit, Township Economic Development Forum within BRICS framework could be something worth considering as a proposal for the summit that is going to take place. We're actually going to write a paper on this and we'll definitely be working with TETSA and DERCO leading this. We're going to make sure that this is one of the things that we would like to see in the summit being discussed Seriously so, not just on the sidelines, but as something that is a major part of the deliverables of this particular summit that we are going into. Moreover, by creating mechanisms to facilitate investment in township uh, projects, we do believe that we can be able to accelerate the pace of development and upliftment. And we are saying this precisely because there is something called the BRICS Bank. What does the BRIC bank do? Is it only about big infrastructure projects, or can it be able to then now zoom into this SMEs, zoom into this other um, 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 and matters that has to deal with us being able to reproduce ourselves as 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 government, not as government, as businesses? Because today we are all business people, isn't it? No one is from government. I'm also including myself in that. So we need to ensure that whatever it is that is in place, us as government, we need to tap into that and say, how do we bring it into the township sector? How do we bring it into making? So that very sector that we expect that it should then now be able to give us 90% of our workforce is supported adequately. So banks becomes very important. I will say it again, it is for this reason that we're excited that uh, um, um net bank is here. And we're hoping that other banks will also see that there is absolutely something worth uh, 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 trying in making sure that we support the township economy. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, the township economy in South Africa is not just a story of adversity, but a tale of resilience, I've already said resourcefulness and renewal. The journey from exclusion to empowerment showcases the incredible potential of the human spirit to overcome even the most daunting challenges. As a nation, and a nation army, also including the BRICS nation, of course, we must continue to support and invest in the township economy. By doing so, we can rewrite the narrative of our township and create a brighter, more inclusive future for all. Let us seize this moment, ladies and gentlemen, to foster innovation, promote entrepreneurship, and build a thriving township economy that stands as a beacon of hope both in South Africa and across the globe, of course, in particular in the BRICS countries. These countries have the capacity to reshape the destiny of townships or slums and in doing so, shape the brighter future for our collective society. And this will definitely grow the people-to-people um, 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 relations. And we will then now be able to go to China and to all other countries and for them to come here to make sure that we grow um, 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 our, our um, um, what do you call it again? our t- our tourism industry as well because that's where we also have a lot of uh, other uh, things that we can do outside just tourism but our arts and uh, crafts are actually represented there and uh, with that I would like to say thank you very much for listening to me and I'm looking forward to engaging you but most of all f- learning from you Precisely because there's two things that I know that from myself I want to come out with. One is to ensure that we place township economy, our slums economy, into the agenda of BRICS from now on. So we'll definitely be saying as much as this was an inaugural um, 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 event here in South Africa, we would like to see it going all over BRICS countries so that whenever BRICS meet, they should remember that there is a township economy that they have to make space for. It's not going to be that they are making a favor for us, but it is a necessity if ever BRICS countries have to then now be able to be successful in making sure that the people-to-people relation grow, but the trade relation also grow. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. giving me this opportunity and i hope that we will definitely hear a lot from you thank you